Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yep, that's what we're talking about, everybody. Uh, But, you know, the question really is, what is it about our future that we can completely miss by the questions we ask? You know, do we even know how to approach creating a greater future with looking at what's going on as we contemplate things in our minds? Do we think about or ask ourselves questions like, oh, what would happen if I don't get the loan? Or do you ever think about maybe the question, what would happen if I don't move to this location and get that job? Are those the questions that we're asking ourselves? Well, look, I got to be honest about it. Yeah, sometimes they are. But are they going to get us from where we are today to the place that we really see in the ultimate infinite possibility energy? Today, Dr. Glenna Rice is joining me here today. We're going to talk about questions to create a greater future. Questions to create a greater future. Now, I got to say this, Glenna. For you, you know, the work that you do, you're a fabulous access consciousness facilitator. Uh, You're an entrepreneur. You're a sought-after trainer, speaker, uh, out in the world, helping people understand that there is a gateway that they can enter into the world of infinite possibilities. And it doesn't require a bank account that has seven digits associated with it, although you may may get there, right? But there are questions that become so absolutely important in our journey. And I want to ask you this. I want to take a little moment, step back. I want to ask you, you had entered into that gateway by discovering these questions. What questions did you used to ask yourself, if you can remember far that, that far back, before you discovered the questions we're about to talk about today? Ooh. <laughs> 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 That's a major question. Um, I have to go way back. I didn't yeah. ask that many questions. I just didn't ask questions. I kind of went along, um, got frustrated with things, got a little angry, um, Maybe he threw a temper tantrum at home and things changed. Um, I did ask um, one question that actually led me to find this crazy, crazy work that I've been doing for 14 years now, Access Consciousness, which is about accessing consciousness, which is accessing awareness um, without judgment. Um, and it was, I was a single mom. No, I wasn't a single mom yet. I was a new mom. I had my third, just had had my third child, started my new business. And I was very, very busy with all my kids' activities. Um, very busy. And I asked a question after seeing this anthill, which is kind of funny, this big, massive anthill in Sedona, Arizona with these ants 
there were there was tons of ants and they're really big ants and a big ant hill and they were going up and down this hill and it reminded me of my life. I live on a big hill in San Rafael, California, and I looked it up and I was, oh my God, it's my life. And then <laughs> um, I looked at them again and I sat there and I was like, wow, they're not angry. They're not frustrated. They're just doing it. They're being ants and that's what they're doing. And I was like, wow, what would it be like? What would it be like if I wasn't angry and frustrated all the time? And boom, within I think a week or so, I got introduced to this work that's about asking questions without an answer, which is really what I did that day. Is I didn't know what it was going to be, how it was going to change my life with that question, but it was something I was desiring not to have that frustration. Um, and it changed everything, that one question. So a question um, can change everything about your future. So I was changing my future that day massively. Did I know that day? Um, (laughs) (laughs) but it was potent. It was a potent question. But before that, I don't recall ever anyone suggesting that I should ask questions to change things. You needed to come up with answers and figure out solutions and find your problems and them out and, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other part of that too is the, you know, just suck it up and just kind of, you know, like trudge forward, just like, oh, like, no. Or how about the other one? Wow, really nothing going on here at all. You, you know what I mean? It's kind of like I put one foot in front of the other, but some days I don't remember I even have feet. <laughs> yeah, you're just going along through life. Yeah, without, yeah. you know, very small desires. And you can't imagine that the big ones, the ones that really would make your life sing or even possible. Yeah, just trudging through getting, you know, going to college, having kids, you know, getting married and then getting your retirement. That's the life so many people are choosing and going beyond that. And the number of people that truly desire something beyond that is, well, at least ones I see, they do choose my classes, is much greater than we know. And, you know, the people out there know that there's, it's not impossible. It's actually really, really easy to change your life into something greater create a greater future like every day you should be making choices every choice you make every day should be something that's going to create a future that you would like to have because that's your future and what would you like it to be like well uh, well, you know look one of the things that I think that part of this is is not just what questions too because we're going to talk about this here it's not just about like having a hundred questions we're talking about a handful of questions that can open up the door to possibilities, but more importantly, to get us to a place where we can access a level of consciousness that provide us with what I call actionable answers. And what I mean by that is I wake up now and I ask a couple different questions. But one of them was, what is mine to do today? What is mine Mm. to do today? And I'm not talking to myself. I really, you know, I believe in a higher power. So I have moments of, of that conversation. What is mine to do today? And within three seconds, three, maybe five some days, I will get an answer. And so the question is, then what? Then what do we do? Because sometimes we're open up to possibilities and they're presented and they're put in front of us and it's almost as if we cannot see them 
or mm-hmm. we're looking for something. Some days, Glenna, like yesterday, it was Pat do the laundry. That's what I did yesterday, right? <laughs> or it was like more like, okay, get good food in the house. But other times, they're bigger questions. Tell us about the questions we're going to talk about today and what happens to these questions. What doors will this open for us? I love that morning. Um, sometimes those days are actually creating our future. I mean, they are creating our future. If you're always being this question, I like your morning question. It's like, what's required of me today? Or what can I be and do and create today that's going to create a greater future? Um, those are some of the questions I ask. If I remember to ask them, I'm not a great morning asker. Do it before I go to bed. That's my question time. But like doing the laundry. Okay, so it's one of the questions. This is not the ones I was gonna present but we'll go with this one if i choose this what create or what will my future be like in a day a year a month you get this energy of it and if i don't do this what will my future be in a day week month year you can put however long you want if you don't yeah what's your future going to be like in a week you won't have clothes to wear unless you you know it, maybe you hire someone to do your laundry. You take it to the laundromat. That's an option. There's options. But if you don't do your laundry, you're great. Those, yeah. Even those simple things, to look at them from this place, of if everything you do is creating your future, what if you were aware of what it was creating? And, and you know, if I do the laundry, what's my future going to be like? Oh, I'm going to have clean clothes. I'm going to be able to go to work in clean clothes. There's a lot of great things it creates from a question. Yeah. Um, and it's way to start building your muscle and strength with looking at these questions and what do they create? What is every choice? Going to the grocery store. If I buy milk today, what's that going to create? If I don't buy milk, if no one wants the milk, it doesn't come up. Everyone in your family loves milk. It creates a totally different future the next day or the next week because everything we're doing is creating something that is going on into our future. So if we're aware of it, if we're aware of what our choices create, then we can choose the ones that create the most. Yeah, that's a beauty question. Yeah, I love this because when we come back, we're going to talk about how these questions work. And there is no limit on how many times you could ask the question, what else is possible here? This is not a quota of possibilities. This is like, what else is possible? Boom, you got an answer. Ask it again. What else is possible? Boom, you got an answer. You get it again. And Be ready for all of the amazing things in life you could imagine and then some. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Dr. Glenna Rice is in the house. Write these questions down. When we come back, we'll take your comments. We'll take your calls. And if you've got an issue, that's my word, and you want to know what question you might ask for that tissue issue you have, 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to hear from you. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Are you tired of being bloated and nauseous? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know eating unhealthy foods eventually leads to an unhealthy digestive system? Did you know eating the most healthy, nutritious food doesn't necessarily result in a healthy body? The stomach must be healthy in order to properly digest, metabolize, and utilize even the best of nutrition. Without proper digestion from the stomach through the intestinal tract, the nutritious value is not absorbed and the improperly digested food can be more toxic to your body than helpful. You can be doing all the right things and getting all the wrong results. In fact, other organs may also be interfering with your stomach's ability to digest. 
Contact us today for your appointment at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. Or visit us at MaryJaneMack.com. A space of allowing radio with Coach Nancy Coco, welcoming all that wants to be present today. Tune in Thursdays every first and third week at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Coach Nancy helps you find a space of allowing. Join Coach Nancy to explore what lives at your edges and to bring more of yourself home. For more information, visit NancyCocoCoaching.com. Tune in to People Like Us Radio with Megan Lyons, transcending the trauma of the human experience. Megan will be raising the universal consciousness by empowering listeners with their own inner strength, working past trauma and abuse. Megan will show you how to find true healing and inner peace through the art and practice of self-love. Tune in every first and third Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. For more information about Megan and her work, visit EnterTheLightLLC.com. Calling all ladies. Are you struggling with neck, back, shoulder pain, or postural issues? You actually might have a related bra problem. Talk to Maria Monti at The Healthy Bra Company. She is a professional postural therapist who offers custom-fitted, custom-altered bras in 2,500 size combinations specific to your body type, shape, size, anatomical features, and breast weight. Call Maria today to find out more at 360-815-3205. Beyond Symptom Management into True Wellness with Jessica Dooley on Purely You Radio. Tune in every third Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific as Jessica guides you to find and embrace your purest self. Not the self that is shown on social media, not the self that is created in your family's eyes, but your purest version of you. Purely You Radio supports true wellness, not just symptom management. For more information about working with Jessica Dooley, visit purelyyouhealing.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, Glenna, let's take a minute. Um, how can people find out more about you? How can they find out about your up- upcoming class? Um, and let's tell us a little bit, tell us a little bit more about, you know, what you all are doing. I know you've got some new things going on. I'd love to hear about them. Oh, yeah. I, so to find me, Dr. Glenna Rice, or I'm sorry, GlennaRice.com. Uh-huh. I have a new website coming out soon. Hopefully the end of the month that will be Dr. Glenn Rice. But right now, glennrice.com. And to find my classes, the easiest way is to go to the Access Consciousness site, accessconsciousness.com slash Dr. Glenn Rice. And that's got all my classes up on there. And yeah, I have a new new class, Energetic Manual Therapy, that I've been doing a big world tour on. It's been fabulous. I've been to Europe and I just got back from Asia. I was in India about three days ago. And it's been, um, I know the feedback's been phenomenal on this class. It was, it kind of grew out of this SE for bodies class I've been teaching for three years and it's a longer class and different information, but much of the same energies that I was talking about. It's, um, people are using it. People, it's a class. It's a bodywork class where we're working energetic manual therapy. It's we're looking, looking at the energies that we have available, communicating with the bodies, with the energies that are available, hands-on therapy. It is just rock star stuff. Oh, that's cool. Done for years based on myofascial release and cranial sacral work that I trained in way back for many years. And um, therapy is actually a really cool word I looked up um, with the name. And therapy is an ancient Greek word. Yeah. Yeah. And it means to nurture, to take care of, to be of service to, um, which is, you know, another energy of this work if you want to be a practitioner of it is to you're touching bodies and 
bodies aren't cared for or nurtured very much in this reality. And I'd like to see a different possibility out there for people that work with bodies. Yeah. I'm, I mean, let's go. I mean, think about this. If you go back and we think about our existence, right, humanity, you know, the one thing that we knew about ourselves and knew about healing was through touch. Mm. You know, I, I don't think somebody came in and did a class on it, but I think that we figured that out as human beings. The idea of touch was very, very healing. I mean, if you look at some, I, I can't remember what book I read a really long time ago, and it would talked about even back in prehistoric ages where they had hieroglyphics about, you know, healing energy and touch and, and pictures of this, right? Yeah, um, I would love to see those. That's really cool. Isn't that the coolest thing? But, yeah. I, but what we're talking about is how we forgot about this and so we come into modern society, and especially here in the United States. Now, if you're over in Italy, uh, ever, it's more common, or, or if you're in Asia, it's more common. But the idea of touch here in, in the United States, we've had to grow this possibility for healing. And the yeah. work that you're doing really taps in to those ancient energetic forms of yeah. moving energy, of releasing energy, of opening up to new energy, of healing in the way that we've learned it to, to be for, you know, thousands of years, actually. Yeah, and bringing the energies back and, you know, new possibilities too, new possibilities about working with bodies. Um, oh, yeah. It, you know, our medical system really, that, that kind of touch isn't that part of it or isn't taught. I mean, I went to, I was trained in this medical field in this reality and I wasn't, I was taught to touch, but not how to touch with kindness and yeah. nurturing and what my touch actually created in the bodies that I worked on. Um, so having that, just hearing that if you're a practitioner and seeing a different possibility with it is amazing. Yeah. You know, it's fascinating. We're talking about this because let, let's go to other possibilities. I, I had to use one of these questions on Friday hmm. as I'm getting, um, uh, a, a, a treatment, like I'm getting like good vitamin treatment, right? Because I came back from the East Coast, got off the plane, and I can count on one hand how many times I've gotten a cold, right? Um, but anyway, there it was. So anyway, I, I go get treatment. So here I am, right? I'm getting hooked up to all these really juicy vitamins and stuff coming in. And lo and behold, it it's as if my veins decide they're not going to they're not going to participate but i'm feeling ready willing and able to do it right so we're all sitting there and we're all looking at like go to this vein and go to that vein and go and, and i said you know you got to look here at this and you got to look at this and ask yourself all right other than the traditional ways you do this what else is possible here and so you know they look at like what the what is she talking about i said look these other veins that y'all trying, they are not having it. Why don't we go to some of these other ones that, well, they're more, what's the word, squiggly. And I said, what if today, uh, Glenna, I, you would have been like, I said, what is so right about that vein? And they, <laughs> <laughs> what is so right about I said, yeah, yeah, the one you call squiggly, which now I'm talking about it, it's just popped right up right there. It's like, um, look at me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I said, 
what's so right about that? But here's the reason I'm bringing it up. Because a lot of times we talk about approaches and techniques on this show and about things that we know work. And yet we just don't use them in our everyday life. You know, I want to talk about some of these questions. Mm. When, we, when do we use them? And what is it about the questions that, in my opinion, accelerate the possibility in action? That's what I've discovered. It's not that mm-hmm. I'm not going to get to it, perhaps, but what is it about these questions that can accelerate the process? Hmm. Well, they open up the door so you can see things. You know, you're, you're, you can see other possibilities. When you ask that, what else is possible here? What was possible showed up really loudly in your awareness, enough for you to say, oh, Southern Maine. And then you'd use a great question, what's so right about this I'm not getting, when they were going, it's wrong. That vein's too squiggly. And you change their point of view about it being wrong. And a fixed point of view stops you being able to see anything else that doesn't match it. So their point of view is, these are the veins we use. We don't use the other veins. No way those other veins are going to work. And by you saying what's so right about it, you stopped their fixed point of view in place so they could see the possibility that was showing itself. And the question you just asked, what else is possible? They speed it up because they get you out of judgment and out of fixed points of views, and they allow you to have other points of views that will actually, they're right there, they can start creating what you're asking for. That's one of the trickiest things about all these questions is being able to get out of our fixed points of views because any judgment, decision about anything, conclusion we have, you know, and their conclusion was there's these veins work, the other veins don't. That's their training. That's their conclusion. And if you can, that conclusion always stops us seeing other things. You can't see other things that don't match your conclusions your decisions, or your judgment. And we love our conclusions, judgments, decisions about everything. So letting them go can be one of the most difficult parts about building this muscle of awareness is having no point of view about anything. So anything that's possible can show up. Um, And if you're doing the question I talked about in the previous, like what's this going to, if I choose this, what will it create for my future? Then every time you're choosing without a point of view, you're able able to see those things that are going to create something greater for you. You know, I love this. And part of this, too, is it sounds uh, sometimes when we talk about this, you have to start someplace. And if you're somebody that has a point of view about pretty much everything, this is maybe a stretch for you. But I think the thing that I learned about this is all of us have the ability to have a moment in time, you know, have that moment where you seize your perspective just for a moment, long enough, long enough to ask the question because, you know, this is what we're talking about. I call it a portal that when I'm in that space of what else is possible or what's so right about my vein, right? Um, I'm in a space where I'm giving myself an opportunity to hear something different. Mm, Now I say hear something different because I get answers. Yeah. Right. I don't hear voices. I'm not talking about a voice here. I'm not, don't email me everybody. I'm not talking about, I hear a voice, although sometimes I do. But what I'm saying is I get information that didn't exist. You see? Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I told like, and you're being a space more than you're in a space. That's when you start being the space. 
that has everything available. Because the more space we are, the more places we occupy where these things can come in and we can get the awareness or like the answer. We get the awareness that'll change it. And it's easier to hear it or find it or listen to it or see it or however you're, you work with the energies. Everyone's different. Um, I hear them. I, I perceive them more. I just like, oh, the vein. It'll be loud. And I'll go, oh, that's that question I just asked. Um, and it's different for everyone. And you'll get more familiar with how it works for you the more you use it. And we do have, you know, those moments that just show up. It's like, wow, this is a time to ask a question. I heard that weird, strange woman talk about stuff on that radio show. Um, and boom, it'll pop into your awareness and you will ask the question. And, you know, it's a choice you have to make. It's a choice that the listeners have to make to be willing to ask the question and have no point of view for a moment or very few points of views. Being just willing to change your point of view about something allows more things to show up. And you can have your points of views. Just don't make them fixed. (laughs) Well, I mean, let's talk about the range of possibilities here. You know, I've been in some really, as a matter of fact, on the last show, myself and and my previous guest, Joe, we were talking about our lives and our upbringing a little bit. And, you know, what would have happened to me if I didn't see a different possibility for my life? I think about this. And, you know, as a matter of fact, um, Many people want me to write about it, um, but I, I'm just not feeling the call to do that at the moment. But if I hadn't really thought about or had a, a notion of other possibilities, I don't know that I'd even be alive here today, let alone be talking with you about possibilities. What you're doing is you're reaching out to people all over the world and you're inviting folks to step into a new possibility for how they can live their lives or how they could better, how they could create a a future that perhaps they didn't think they could. How important is that in the message you're bringing, but also the way people worldwide are receiving this? Because I think that's the key now. See, I believe there's a shift. Mm, Yeah. You know, it's empowering people truly empowering people to know that they know and they have the abilities to change anything that's not working for them in their life. If they choose it, it's not impossible to change things that you think are awful (laughs) that you are struggling with. You are, you have all the tools and all the abilities um, to do it. And this is like a handbook that we're teaching with the, the access and there's access facilitators all over the world. You can go to the access site and literally, I, we're almost in every country. The few countries we weren't in, we're in now. Um, so it's easy to find someone anywhere. They can give you these tools. Uh, and there's tons of stuff that's on the web you can look at, too. You can get, There's lots of videos and stuff out there. Um, how important is it? Well, you know, I try not to have a fixed point of view about how important it is and what's it going to create for the future. Like, truly, if everyone knew that they could change stuff and they weren't living in these stuck places, um, these lives we talked about in the first segment where you're just going through your life and then dying, if they knew there was a different possibility that they could have, that they could have just for them. Um, If I look at what that's going to create for a future for this planet and for everyone on it, it's huge. If, they, if I continue to do this work, what's that going to create for the planet? What future is that going to create? Um, yeah. And it's like, so I keep going. <laughs> I have my bad days too. I have moments like, huh, 
what am I doing this for? I could open yeah. up a practice and da, 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 do that life that has moments of desire in it. And then I was like, no, I actually want something greater because that's where I get my most of my joy. You know, when I teach these classes and I have people working on other bodies afterwards and they're writing me that, oh, yeah, I worked on this person that had this pain and they'd had it for years and I worked one session. It's gone. I'm like, wow, that's creating a greater future, not just for me, but just every person that woman will touch now in her office is going to have a different possibility. Their fixed points of views about their bodies can't last when you're being the space you were talking about. Fixed points of views just can't last when you're being space. They can't exist. Yeah. I have an idea about why I feel this is so important, at least from, from my point of view and from a very, let's just call it um, self-caring point of view. And I want to share that when I come back, because the world that I live in, you know, we're looking at our 15 year anniversary here in January. And so we've been going back in time. Right. And we've been putting pulling images together and, you know, going back in time. And I'm, I'm really struck by the fact that when this possibility came to me and the team and all of us here, we were living in a very different world. You know, we were, what, internet? Yeah, I think I know the internet. Right, that's where we were, right? Uh, flip phones. Very different world. And so for, for us, what do these questions, at least for us here in service of all of our listeners, what are they helping us with? And how were, how were the questions used in a recent major decision that we made here for all of you at Transformation Talk Radio, the Transformation Network, and the Dr. Pat Show? Mm-hmm. That and much more when we come back with Dr. Glenna Rice. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show, Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as we reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy, and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit JenniferNoelTaylor.com. Demystifying the journey on From Here to There Radio with your host, Diane Garris. Tune in every third Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Diane helps you get from where you are now to the life you envision. Get ready to get unstuck and move forward. Every show features a new special segment, New Age Notes, demystifying hot metaphysical topics of the day. For more information or to work with Diane, visit DianeGarris.com. Hi, I'm Jane Matanga with Grow Your Soul Radio. Life is full of challenges and surprises. Your guidance is to move with the current, for it is in resisting the flow that creates problems. Ask your angels to help you open up your mind and heart to new ideas and fresh options. When you accept the possibility that there are other ways, previously unseen doorways will be open to you and you will move easily through change. There is a solution to every problem. So look at things with eyes of love and expectation. Then your life force will flow freely through you. You will feel healthy and alive and will be able to access the necessary resources 
and wisdom within yourself to help you through change. I'd love to take this journey with you. Visit my website, enlightened-path.com, so we can explore all that is possible. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. High-frequency healing for an amazing life with Source Light Radio. Join host Laura Barton each month on Transformation Talk Radio as she explores Source Light Integration, a unique spectrum of energy, light, and frequency. Experience instantaneous healing and amazing shifts in consciousness with Source Light Integrations Radio. For more information on Laura and her work, visit SourceLightIntegrations.com. Oh boy, loving it. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Glenda Rice is in the house. We are talking about questions today. And by the way, um, you know, this is where you all get to think about what the questions are that you're asking yourself. Will they open up doors to possibilities for creating a greater future or not? And so before we do that, Glenda, what's the, let's tell folks your website again. Glennarice.com. We're talking about these questions. We're going to go over some of them now that people can actually implement in their lives right now. Um, But I wanted to say, I want to get back to something I said before the break. You know, we look at our 15 years in review. And one of the things I love about looking at our 15 years and especially using the questions that you helped me use is we would not be part of a a network, a full positive talk radio network that is already equipped to expand, to focus on individual storytelling, different silos of podcasting, and a fully integrated way to share this. But one of the things that's important is we made a decision here recently in hiring a new technology team that moved us away from our conversation on what is the problem, let's fix it, right? Mm -hmm. We moved it from there to what is the possibility? And so in our journey to move from fixing something, we started to, you know, canvas for a new technology team. And we let ourselves be open to the possibility of looking at doing something different than what we're doing today. Yeah. Because you know how, like, if you have your your baby and you're building it, you don't think about, well, maybe I should just put that over here and look at what I'm not looking at. And so as a result of that, we started to ask people in our in our job posts. What else is possible? This is everything we have. This is all we have. What else is possible? And what we got back was the direction that we need to go and the direction we are going and the new technology team. So it wasn't about upgrading what we have. 
it was the possibility of building it again from brand new state-of-the-art interface. That's brilliant. But we didn't consider it because we thought, in our point of view, because somebody told us it's going to be too expensive. See that? See, that's the thing that would have disallowed the question to be asked. That's Yeah, that would be the fixed point of view. It's too expensive. And we all run, those are, that is something so many people have. And it, one of the things you can ask is, wow, if, I, if money wasn't an issue, would I choose this? If money wasn't an issue, would I choose this? Because if money always follows your greatest choices, it shows up. The money shows up after you choose, not before you choose, which is another one people get backwards. We think we need the money first, but you choose something like to change your whole platform like you're talking about, which, you know, being what else is possible is how I see, I've worked and doing the show with you for quite a while and I've seen how you've changed and grown. I mean, just us doing this video is doing, was, this wasn't available when I started. You're right. upgrading, you're changing, you're always willing to look at what's going to be, what's possible, what's going to grow. You have a vision, a target with what you'd like this radio show to be. And it's growing with that. It's the question you be with it. And then the willingness to ask questions and look at what's possible. And, you know, money is one that stops people in their tracks. And that could be a whole other show. Money, we could do hundreds of shows on money. But asking, I, I love to use this one. If money wasn't an issue, would I choose this? Would I buy this? Would I do this? And if I get a yes, then that's what I go for. And the, money's all, the money has always shown up. I don't know if you've noticed that in your business, but the money has always shown up to support yeah. it. Or it's, there's another way to do it that's less money or... It, but it will show up if you don't make money, the criteria about whether you choose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, this is really a bit a different example. But the example that we're talking about is really looking at how these questions are applied every day of our lives. Now, I mean, I applied the question to put sticking a needle in my vein, right, to get an IV. Yeah. But... It's not just that. I mean, I am finding that the more I am aware of the power of these questions, the, the, the more I use them without even thinking, if I might say. You Let's go over a couple of the others. The one that always kind of really got my, I don't really get this one, right, mm -hmm. is who does it belong to? Let's yeah. talk about that one because I think that of all of this, I think it's important to talk about that. I know you've said it before, but let's talk about when to use it and what does it enable us to see differently? Cool. Great. Yeah. Who does it belong to? Fabulous question. Been using that since, you know, one of the first questions I learned. So basically we're really psychic. We're aware of way more things about other people, their thoughts, their feelings, their emotions than we ever know or anyone ever tells us. And this question, who does it belong to, allows you to know what's yours what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? What are your emotions? What's yours and what's not yours? You'll find out that very few things are actually yours. But if you're not stuck in any situation picking up other people's thoughts, thinking that they're theirs, then you have a freedom to choose. It's totally different. Now, I can give an example from my life. I used to, very shy person, very shy. I didn't like social things. I would leave a workshop or a class as quick as I could so I didn't have to speak to anyone out. Going into a party or social situation on my own was impossible. I needed to have people like friends or someone with me. 
So I have learned this new tool and it's after a class, people are milling around and I start to leave and I stood at the doorway of this room and I looked at the group and I went, okay, this question, this freaking question, it's so strange. Same point of view you had, how could it not be mine? I went, okay, who does it belong to? And all this space showed up and I looked around and it was like people popped all in this crowd of people. It was like, this is their stuff. This is not mine. I don't have a point of view. And I turned around, I walked into this room on my own for the first time in when I was in my late forties when this showed up and my life changed completely that day. Cause I realized so much of the shyness and anxiety I had was never mine. It was never mine. It was everybody around me. And because I was like this big sponge that picked it up and no one said it, it never even occurred to me. It might not be mine. I put it to my story instantly. And that's what we do. We hear, hear someone else's thought or feeling and we put it into our story. Oh, I'm shy. It made sense. There's my conclusion. This is who I am. Okay, maybe I'm just never going to be social that way. Now, I wouldn't be on radio shows if it wasn't for that question. Right. I could not be sitting here. I would have been way too anxious hearing all the people that are watching it, all their thoughts, and whatever they were, weren't mine. So if you say, who does it belong to for any thought you have or feeling or emotion, and it changes the slightest bit, it's not yours. If it lightens up or gets more intense or whatever, it is not your thought. You can also ask, is this mine? Or someone else's, which is a can be give more clarity for people. Like my mother was just driving. Now my fa- my father lives with us. I moved my parents in. He's in hospice, and he's probably not going to be here for much longer. And she's my mom's very upset because she's thinking these thoughts. I wish he would just go. I don't want him here anymore because she's taking care of him daily, and these it makes total sense that those are her thoughts. She's getting up and bathing him and feeding him, and I was. It took me a little bit to get my mom to hear me. And I was like, well, is that your thought? She goes, of course it's mine. I'm thinking it. Like, mom, is there anyone in the house that maybe doesn't want to be here anymore? And she sat there and she goes, no, they're my thoughts. And I was was like, well, is it possible that maybe dad, because he is choosing not to be here anymore, it might be his thoughts. And the light bulbs that went off in her, we were driving to the airport. She was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's my husband. It's his thoughts. Um, he didn't want to be here. Oh, my God. And the relief, the guilt she was feeling with thinking those were her thoughts. She was she was smiling. She got it. She knows he doesn't want to be here. He's choosing to go. That's, you know, he's he's been for about six months, seven months now. So um, when you start knowing that they're not yours and they belong to other people, the, the information and clarity you get on who you are. She wasn't being a mean lady. She wasn't mean, and she thought she was mean. Yeah. Had those thoughts about her husband she's been with for married to for 56 years, I believe. Yeah. Um, and me, I thought I was this shy person that couldn't ever do a radio show or teach a class like that, and I got to see who I was. So yeah. when you get rid of this point of view that every all your thoughts, feelings, emotions aren't yours, you start to see you, and you start to see other people more. So you get awareness of everything. Yeah, I think it was an important one for us to talk about because it's one we don't talk about a lot. Um, And we're so absorbing energies all the time now. You know, I think about that question a lot from different perspectives, whether it's a social media post that happens, you know, I I mean, as a matter of fact, I felt it this weekend and I was thinking about this because I knew we were going to talk about this today. And so I was a little bit more aware of it. And I found myself self-critical 
of the way I was playing over the weekend. And, and, and I stopped myself for a minute and I was like, wait a minute, who does this belong to? Because I had not felt that way about myself. But, you know, it was my partner, right? You know, some people are very, I wish you would do this differently. I wish you would do that differently. Sometimes if you hire those folks, that's great. But if you don't hire people to give you that feedback, you have to be able to know that that's happening. I think in the world we live in today, and this is what I was saying before, the reason I believe that what you all are doing is so critically important is that things are moving so fast. Information is moving so fast that if we, one, take on everything that's coming up at us, we will be sick, right? Especially things that don't belong to us. Yeah. Two, if we don't have a way to get to the possibility quickly, mm-hmm. we get bombarded with overload. So you see how creating a better future now and having these tools is going to help people get there without having a breakdown. With a lot more ease. Yeah. <laughs> Who does the breakdown belong to? The number of people I worked with that thought they were depressed. And it was like, who does that? Dep- who did that depression belong to? And it was they grew up with a parent that was depressed. It yeah. was not theirs. And yet the, the thing is, if it's not yours, if you weren't the depressed one, it was someone else's depression you felt and thought was yours because you felt it all the time. You thought, felt their thoughts. You felt the emotions around the depression. You felt the stuff it did to their body. You thought it was yours. You cannot change it by any conventional means because it is not your depression. It was someone else's. So this can free people up that have had years of psychological stuff like that. Some of the OCD stuff is who does it belong to? I mean, there was a woman who was incredibly OCD, had to wash her hands like 40 times or something before she could leave a bathroom. What she was hearing was all the people that had been in the bas- bathroom and were going to be in the bathroom probably for the next 10 years. In the past 10 years, I have to wash my hands. And she thought it was her thought and she couldn't get out of a bathroom unless she yeah. did it 40 times. She got the tool, who does it belong to? She could walk out of a bathroom for the yeah. first time in her life. Changed her life. This is an incredibly powerful tool. And it seems weird because we think we're these, we think we are these things that we're not. We're actually infinite beings who are aware of so much stuff. And yeah. that, that awareness, the ability to be aware of everyone's thoughts, feelings, and emotions is actually an incredible ability. When we know it's not ours, we can use that ability to create our future with. Yeah. The other thing that it does, and this is a boy, I'll tell you, I could have used this one here over the past couple months. The thing for me, and I forgot about it. The thing is, it allows us also to not take things personally. You see that taking things personally thing. Um, I, I finally had to say to myself, my gosh, Pat, not everything that's being said is about you. Seriously. Now, that is not an access consciousness question or comment, but that's me talking to myself to really get to that. Um, I want to ask you, I know we've got a a few minutes left. I came out and said in the middle of the hospital thing, when things started to turn around, I said, how does it get any better than this? Hmm. just came out of my mouth. (laughs) Oh, M, G, right? It's like, what the, 
what do you mean better than this? This is sick. This is, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But you see, we had gone from almost losing somebody to almost getting out of the hospital. But that question, how does it get any better than this, has a certain energy. And I'd love for you to talk about it. Yeah, I love this question. I use this often. This is one of my favorite questions. How does it get any better than this? Now, you use this question for anything that happens in your life that's great. Because you're asking for that, more of that. But you also use it for anything that's not going well for you. How does it get any better than this? So you're all, instead of going into the judgment of how bad a situation is, you go, okay, acknowledging it's not working so well. And there's another possibility. How does it get any, any better? A little teeny bit better is better than this. And you're, that's what you're always asking for. So you're always asking for your life to be greater, not worse. How does it get? And you don't know what it's going to look like. But everything will start, the consciousness of everything will start to contribute to you in the better, if you're asking for the better, you have to be asking for the better. My daughter just had this um, um, cheerleading competition and they just moved up to the higher level. Didn't do so well. Um, And they didn't actually, actually they did an extraordinary performance, but they dropped one of the girls. So their coach afterwards, who I'm not very happy with at all right now, how does it get any better than her? (laughs) (laughs) Yelled at them. That was awful. How do you, you can't even imagine, you know, just screamed at them right after they came off the floor, which is not a how does it get any better than this? And these girls, the team walked out of the dressing room back to the bleachers, just sad and depressed and miserable and in the wrongness of them with no joy of what they created. And I talked about it I was like that is just a buzzkill. That was a, such a buzzkill. I watched you guys perform better than I've seen you in so many ways. And she went and just insulted and put down and looked at everything that was wrong about your performance. Um, I was like, what else is possible? How does it get any better is the question you have to be. At least you can be it, Roshin. At least you can be this question and maybe your team will change. If you're, because you got a potency, just you can change the world. You can change this energy, which, you know, probably about a half an hour later, they were starting to look at what they actually did that was great. And that's a, how does it get any better? It acknowledges what you created, that you're the creator of it. And it allows you to start to look at other things that are possible and greater than whatever this was. You're the creator of everything, the crappy stuff, the wonderful stuff. Acknowledge it and ask for more. How does it get any greater than this? How does it get any better than this? It's um, one of my favorite questions because I, ha- I can spiral down into the dark holes pretty quickly. And this one gets me out. Well, the people on Facebook, I mean, I'm looking at several of them, you know, are, are really talking about... Um, the brilliance here, right? Questions and words, changing the energies. Um, And I love the conversation here because, you know, we are connecting with people that are looking at now applying these tools. I got to get to this last thing. I know we've got two minutes left. One of the things that I found, Glenna, that has just, it was one of the first things you taught me. And it was, when it's light, it's right. Yeah, when it's light, it's right. Now, that to me is part of how I made this decision about the programmer. Mm-hmm. That's every choice we make. Yes or no. If the yes is lighter, do it. If the no is lighter, don't do it. No reasons or justifications required. Everything, if you just use that, your life would be spectacular. Yep. Yes or no. Yep. If I choose, what's it going to create? Yep. Does it feel lighter to you? So if it's True for you, it's light. If it's heavy, it's a lie. Yep. Yep. 
And that's really today when we sum this up for folks and let's do that. Let's just go through the questions that we talked about if we could. So folks write these down. Um, and certainly this is how we get ready to move into this holiday season with a few of these. Let's go through them. Oh, yeah, uh, so good for family relations. So what was, what else is possible? What's so right about this? I'm not getting, um, how does it get any better than that? Who does it belong to? What else I say, if money wasn't an issue, would I choose this? Um, if I choose this, what's it going to create? What's my future going to be like in one year, two year, 10 years? I think that was, did I miss any of them? No, no, yeah. no. And, and, and the idea really is to raise your level of uh, awareness to the point where this is not just about talking to yourself. I get answers. I know what to do next. And I think that's part of what we're talking about here today. Empowering you to know that you know, that you have an awareness and you can choose what creates more for you. And you know that. So one thing we all have is knowing. We all have knowing. No one yeah. can take that away and no one can change it. It's yours. And what if you could use it greater than you could imagine? Great question to end the show. Dr. Glenna Rice. Glenna, one last thing. What's a personal message? What do you want to leave us with today? Mm. Mm, I think I just said it. Yeah, <laughs> I think you did. Too. Know, right? <laughs> what if your life could be greater than you ever possibly imagined? That's a question I use all the time, too. Yeah. Thank you. Dr. Glenna Rice, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. Uh, thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. And Glenna, I am so excited about the new class you're teaching. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for another amazing show. I like the Zoom. I like the Zoom, too. I like that it's called Zoom. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the word Zoom. I like that it's called Zoom. Somebody must be listening. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.